Hey y'all, welcome back to Purpose University, your source of inspiration as you seek to create your best life and be your most authentic self. I am your host, Dr. Eve, and I am so glad that you have decided to join me yet again. I am pumped about today's show. We will be talking about the importance of healing in order for you to live your best life. So I'm excited to have my first guest on Purpose University, author of Residue, Surviving and Overcoming Stains of Generational Curses and Soul Ties. I have Miss Debbie L. London with me, folks. Debbie, what's up? Hi, everybody. Hey. I am happy to be here at Purpose University. And we're happy to have you here. Um, I am so glad that you have agreed to do this interview just look forward to learning a little bit more about you and and your journey and and your book your book Debbie is phenomenal like it's really deep it's really deep but I'm sure you knew that when you were writing it right (laughs) (laughs) yeah I knew we were gonna go there although extremely uncomfortable um yeah it, it, it definitely pushes the envelope (laughs) who are you who is debbie on london what is it that you do well transparency is all a part of my brand even though i did not want it to be (laughs) i was shoved into this without a choice and that is just the honest truth Um, i've always known that i had a calling over my life and i still try to avoid said calling Um, And I finally stopped running away from it last year. And that started my writing process of May of 2016. I always knew I was supposed to write. I've always um, had a passion for people and helping them in mental health. But that's because I came from a very screwed up background and a very dysfunctional family. And from coming from that dysfunctional family, I was like, why are people like this? Like, what is it? There has to be a reason for people to be this way. And that sparked my interest in psychology and in mental health as a whole. And God told me when I was like a senior in high school, like, oh, you're going to write about this. And I'm like, oh, no, I'm not. (laughs) So we all got stuff that we have unaddressed. So let's let's really dig in and get to that. And what I do um, in Residue is I take you through my life's journey, even though I'm only 30. Oh, what's happened to me is important and it is significant because it has affected me and it's shaped who I am. However, I can heal from that and I can move forward from that. And that's why um, I say I am transforming with transparency. I'm going to put all my life's business out there because my life to tell, (laughs) but I'm doing it in the hope of making you comfortable in your own shoes so that you can also do the work. Powerful. So you said, and I I like this, you said transforming through transparency. Mm -hmm. That's, that's a powerful statement. And, and you even said that it's to help others be comfortable in their life, right? Mm -hmm. Being comfortable with who, who they are. So to that, to that note, it kind of brings me to this thought or to this question. Can you tell us what it means to you to live your best life? Are you living your best life? This is a loaded question. Oh, yeah? Um, In the spirit of transparency. Because that's your brand. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
I'm, I'm, I am trying to give it to you straight, but I'm going to add a little bit of juice with it because of where um, I am this current point. So am I living my best life? Yes. Are you living At it? this point, I would say that I am well on my way to doing so. And hmm. the reason why I say I am on my way to doing so is because some events have taken place that have shaken up my world but for the better. Because hmm. I have now never been so hungry and more serious about my entrepreneurial journey. Um, since these events have taken place and I realize that now is the time I don't need to wait on things to line up how I think they should in my mind now is the time to tackle my dreams like I've never before and I am doing that I'm in the process of doing that and bringing the brand of transparency to the forefront because of what's going on and it's something that I will share publicly so as you're as you're on this journey, as you are looking ahead, as you said, you are in the process um, of getting to your best life. What things will be that indication that you will be living your best life? What are the things that you hope for, let's say five, 10 years from now that are representative of your best life? In five to 10 years, I want to be a global Five to ten years. I want my legacy to be established because for me, it's again, it's not about me. Mm-hmm. Nothing that I do is about me. I'm a person of the heart, and so I'm thinking about not only the people in the world that I can help and that can use my gifts and talents, but also people in my bloodline. And I'm mm. concerned about those that come after me, my children. I'm nice so even um with those things how would you say or what would you say are things that people can do to be their most authentic self this is funny to me um because this is actually something i thought about today seriously in order to be your most authentic self you have got to stop hiding behind the facade Um, And what I mean by that is the facade can be what you feel is, you know, society's norm or whatever people on the outside are telling you should be, or even what your own mind is trying to convince you that you should be. And who you are, there's no convincing to that. You know, like you should just be that naturally and not try to squeeze yourself in any boxes. Being authentic is being honest and wanting to know who you are because there are some people who don't even they're so stuck on what society says they don't even want to know themselves they have such a hate and disdain for who they are based on society's perception that they're not even comfortable you know in their own element afraid of letting whatever that is come out and to, to live authentically is to be secure and to be whole and um, to be honest 
about mm. who you are and being unapologetic about it. But what do you say in this day and age because of things like social media, um, because of public displays of humiliation, um, how things happen that people are afraid because of what could happen to them, not just even in their circles, but on a, a global scale. Like we see so much happening negative. Did you think that society is making it hard for people to be them themselves? Absolutely. It makes it hard, but at the end of the day, society does not answer for you personally. Hmm. You, you make the final decision. Society can try to influence that decision, but that's on you, whether to either allow society to influence it or you say, well, F that. <laughs> this is what I am going to do in spite of um, what you have to say about it or what, you know, y'all, they, whatever, what y'all have to say about it. And this is how I'm going to go about it. Okay. So we do. I can see that. So we talked about your book a little bit earlier and you touched on healing a little bit, um, just kind of giving us a, a brief introduction um, to some of what healing looks like. Um, what what does it mean to you or to even anyone? How would you define healing? What does that look like in a person's life? How will an individual know that they are healed? I mentioned earlier that right now I'm going through a heartbreak, like right mm-hmm. now at this point in my life. And in going through this, I realized that healing has stages and phases. Mm-hmm. So as far as uprooting my past stuff, I have healed from that. And when we tackle the things from our past, we then, I guess, unlearn everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then we go through a relearning phase. But now our foundation and our building, if you want to call it, of ourselves is stable. So when we have other things happen to us in our lives, we are able to recover from them. Um, not not quicker, that's not the word I want to use, but we're, we're able to withstand whatever the coming storms are because we've already done the work with the core issues in our life and we keep going because we're not exempt from issues. Mm. Healing to me looks like um, acknowledging, hey, this is what I need and whatever your needs are. Like I need support. Mm. I need um, professional assistance. I need time. Whatever, Whatever that looks like, that's what healing is and we also have to acknowledge that it's an ongoing process it's not overnight mm-hmm. and it's not a sprint it mm-hmm. is indeed a marathon because again in writing this book and digging up all of these old wounds and you know facing them yet again now I'm going through the situation that I'm going through now but it's much smoother than it would have been if I did not get to the core and start my first phase of healing so now this phase of healing is its own in its own category but I'm more secure in who I am because I started at step one which is okay let's uproot dig up the past all right Mm. we've done that all right now another life issue has hit us how do we handle that okay great we're handling this one a lot smoother we're still hurting 
we're we're still filling it out. We're still going through the stages of grief per se, but healing is about being healthy. Healing is about being well, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. And it's ongoing and it's something that we're just not exempt from. And we're always going to be on the journey and on the path to wholeness. (laughs) Okay. I I like that a lot. Um, in, In this idea of wholeness and in healing, what role then does healing play in being most authentic and being the kind of person who says, this is my best life? Um, can we exist and, and have those things and those things being authenticity and living our best life? Can we have those and not be healed or do those things help us to heal? What are your thoughts? Oh, you absolutely have to heal <laughs> to live your best life. Like it is, it, you cannot have one without the other. And the reason is because, um, let's just use the example of, okay, you, you're career driven. You have all the accolades, everything that you want, the money, whatever, but you are broken on the inside. So none of those things mean anything to you because every day that you go home, you know, you are empty you are broken and your your spirit is thirsting for Mm. something more and that something more is the void being filled in your life properly and the issues being attended to in the manner that they do um it's kind of like how you hear about like super and i'm just using this as an example to bring a point home but how you hear about some super crazy successful talented people who commit suicide Mm. how you have the world at your fingertips. Like, the world is your oyster. How could you do something like that? Because brokenness is real. And feeling inadequate is real. <laughs> and, and, and that's why the healing is so important. Because once you've healed and then you are attaining your dreams and goals, whatever that looks like to you, man, that, wow, that whole right there. Mm. You have the balance of two. You've got, it has to be a balance, okay? I'm healing. I'm addressing issues in my life head on. And I'm also able to attain my dreams because how can you really go after your dreams? Is it really what you want to do? Or are you doing what you think feels good? Mm. Are you doing what you think is going to fill the void for that moment? If that makes sense. So if you're whole, then you're going to go after what your heart truly wants to do because you're secure in who you are. You're not doing something for, um, I guess, shallow reasons. You're, you're doing it because, hey, this is who I am. This is what I want to do. This is where my passion is. This is where my heart is. Instead of, okay, well, I'm going to get, you know, this kind of car or this kind of house or this kind of job or this kind of title um, to fill all the hurt that I have inside or to mask so I can have the perception of having everything when really you can have everything on your own terms by going through your healing process, basing your stuff at all. Very powerful. What have you enjoyed the most about your process and what have you not enjoyed at all? Oh, what I don't enjoy, this is very easy. I do not enjoy having to go through a bunch of crap all the time. <laughs> I do not enjoy and you know God and I we have our conversations about it. I'm like Lord really and what I've been saying to him lately is some people are going to think this is very childish of me I say it to God jokingly but he knows what I mean because you know we all have our own relationship with him. 
and he knows his daughter, so it's all good for those who are sensitive. But I've been like, Laura, you know, you gotta make it rain. <laughs> all this stuff you have going on with me, like, I need, I need to check to match <laughs> everything that I've been going through. And I say that jokingly, but it does take a toll. But a lot of people who are in the heart business and the one of helping others and pouring into them, they tend to go through the most because that's when they are giving you that extremely raw and transparent account and that wisdom that they can impart into you, that's coming from a real place. It's not just Mm. coming from out of nowhere. It's coming from a place of hurt and pain to help the next person get through their stuff. And I get tired of hearing, well, you know, it's not for you. Even though I tell other people that too, it it gets exhausting to hear that. Cause it's like, uh, can I get a rain check on storms, please? Or storms of this magnitude? That would be great. Mm. (laughs) So that's what I hate about the process, but I do understand it. And God has kind of given me, uh, okay, I understand. I understand what my calling is. And Mm. uh, he gives me what I need because I willingly with open arms accept this is my calling this is what I do so my bounce back game is pretty strong <laughs> at mm. this point in my journey although I dislike that part a whole lot um, what I enjoy most is I have never felt more comfortable in my life with me I used to be a very insecure girl I used to feel I was ugly. I used to feel I wasn't, you know, thick enough, you know, curvaceous enough, um, just insecure, not feeling worthy enough of love, not feeling qualified enough. Hmm. And sometimes I'm still struggling with not feeling qualified enough, but not as much as I used to. And now I can go out of the house without makeup and I don't care. <laughs> well, I'm like, I, I don't care. <laughs> and then that's a huge, that was a huge thing for me. Or, um, just really not putting too much stock in what other people may feel or have to say about me. Um, Even with the book, like one of my uncles told me, like he was preparing to sue me for defamation over the book. And to me, I didn't even care. I'm like, (laughs) you know, but it's like, that's something that would have shaken me to my core. Um, years ago, but now I'm so secure in my calling and what God has sent me here to do. Like nobody's opinions or anything will make me feel a certain way about it to turn in the other direction on power hmm. at this point. So I enjoy not being that insecure little girl that I used to be because that is such a it's such a taxing thing to be insecure and it hurts and it is paralyzing and I'm just glad that in this part of my journey he has completely made me blossom (laughs) into someone who can stand on their own and know um, and be confident Mm -hmm. in in who I am and where I stand with things and, and do it in a way that's unwavering even though a lot of things that I've had to do to expose myself have been very scary and in my relationship with him super scary stuff you know to uh, put my family stuff um, out there for the world to see in an effort to bring home what a generational curse is and what a soul tie is to demonic attacks you know things that I've had happen in my life with 
you know, even though I was scared, I still jumped. And it's it's refreshing to know that I'm in a place where I can do that. Even if I'm trembling, I'm still taking the leaps that I need to um, to fulfill my purpose. Well, we're about to uh, come to an end, you know, with this interview, which has been very, uh, very powerful. You have a lot in you and a lot to share. And I really look forward to seeing where you're going um, from here in all of the experiences, especially as black a black woman who is an author, somebody who's, you know, a mother of two beautiful children. I'm somebody who's even on tour right now. Big deal. Um, so with, with all of these things, um, you've got a lot that you bring. And there are a lot of challenges against you just naturally because of just how the world is, right? But mm-hmm. then there's a lot of heart that you have. So I commend you for that. Um, but before we, we get off um, of this interview, before I let you go, um, if you could give the people anything to to think about or to chew on or just something to take with them that maybe you just want them to hold to them, you know, to themselves forever, what would that thing be? What what do you want people remember? Yeah. My thing for the past few weeks has been about trusting yourself. Mm. It's something that has been very heavy on my heart because oftentimes those little gut feelings and inklings that we feel within our own personal spirit guide of ourselves, we ignore it and we don't listen. And it doesn't have to necessarily be about something negative. It could be something pushing you like, hey, do this or do that or leave here or stay there. Whatever those things are, I want to encourage everyone to trust themselves. Trust yourself. Do not second guess what your inner self is telling you. Because I promise you, 10 times out of 10, it is spot on and it is right. So save yourself time and whatever it is, if your inner self is like, man, you need to go ahead and take that leap and start that business or, hey, you need to leave that relationship. Something's not right here. What you're feeling is right on point. Whatever that thing is that it's telling you, listen, you, you know, and that's what I have for you. Listen to yourself. Trust yourself. You have what you need already within well Debbie thank you for your time I appreciate you for those of you who are trying to contact Debbie please follow her on Instagram and Facebook at Debbie L London on both make her a friend I'm a friend I think you'll enjoy what she's putting out and keep up with her Debbie good luck with everything I thank you for joining us at Purpose University Uh, I look again look forward to everything that you have ahead of you and hey keep your head up It was my pleasure to be here, Dr. Eve. Thank you so much. You're welcome. All right, folks. So don't forget to head on over to www.evehudsonphd.com, evehudsonphd.com, and check me out, see what's going on with the tour. Um, Just now dropping an online store. And for Labor Day, you're getting... 25% 25% off your purchase so go go see what all that's about got mugs got t-shirts got totes um I look forward to you tuning in again if you've enjoyed the show today come on back I'll be doing more interviews as we go forward 
and you know really folks thank you for your loyalty thank you for your support thank you for your encouragement uh, i say it all the time but it's really because i can't say it enough until the next time folks you know what it is peace